Welcome to Hall and Matt Headlines for August 2021. From the hyperspace lanes right to your ears. My name is Ed, and today I am joined by my co-host Noma. Hello there. How you doing, buddy? I'm not too bad. How about you? You know, this week, it's been an interesting week. It's been a long week. I'm glad it's Saturday. I feel like it's been like that <laughs> for I'm all glad. of us in right? our own ways. Oh, yeah. Right, but I'm, I'm glad that's almost over. You know, I just, I, I want to sleep. I think is the biggest <laughs> thing more than anything, but it, I can it's, definitely it's relate to deep. that. But, you know, this after after being on this podcast for about an hour, you'll be okay. Don't worry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I'm also joined by my other co-host, Dan. How are you, my friend? Hello, <laughs> As you can tell, Dan's talking to us from far away. Apparently, he needs to get a bit closer to the mic. But we'll try that again. Dan, how you doing? Hello, <laughs> Oh, good to see you, man. Good. I'm good. How is everybody going? Apart from being tired. Are we hyped for the news that we got? We got some pretty good stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, Not a lot we've this, always got some good stuff on, on this show. Okay. So there's always something to look forward to, folks. I know you've come around. We haven't been here for a while. We apologize. It's been a it's been a hectic, hectic pandemic season. We've got a lot of other things going around, so Especially if Temple were... Archives, if you haven't listened to all those. We yeah. just did a huge The High Republic spurt. And Bad Batch. Now, we do have a bunch of great news for you. There's a lot of topics we want to cover, but you haven't been here for a while, so we want to just remind you what we kind of go over on Holonet Headlines. And Noma, I know I could trust you with this. I know you've got this down. Mm-hmm. Let them know what, uh, what the headlines cover and what we're all about here. Yeah, see, because I I share in your pain as someone who uh, almost had their podcast stolen by Dan. I understand what it's like, so don't worry, I'm on your side here. But uh, yeah, for Hollow Knight Headlines, we are bringing you all the latest information on everything Star Wars-related news that we can find. That wasn't great English, but that's fine. Anyways, we are here to bring you all the news that we have found on video games, TV shows, comics, books, movies, general news in the fandom, board games and miniatures, and events. You know, that last one's still pretty sparse, but we're starting to wrap into it. So, uh, yeah, hopefully. Well, we've got a couple things to talk about, actually, with events coming up and our... uh, our thoughts on them because they're a little bit interesting this time around but yeah we are going to give you all that news on thank this you. episode excellent thank you for that noma now no problem. the most important part for you is that if you love what you hear if you hate what you hear you know there's ways to there's ways to uh, talk to people there's ways to get in contact with people we love to hear you and we love to get any sort of constructive criticism on the show now, if you do want to contact us, do you feel like you're one of those people who have a voice and love to use it? You should. And Dan is also one of those people who has a lovely voice, loves to use it, and constantly does. So he is going to tell you how to get in contact with the show. If you'd like to cancel us, please contact us over at <laughs> voiceoftheforce.com. She's just asking for the hate, okay? <laughs> <laughs> you can also find us on our email at voiceoftheforce at gmail.com, where you can email us about canceling us and uh, yeah, oh canceling God. Noma and uh, yeah. Give me that show. Give me the Temple Archives because he's gone. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then you can cancel Ed, and then I'll have the whole show to myself, and I'll blow my brains out. So here we go. Um, Twitter and Instagram at VoiceForcePod. Retweeting our new episode tweets or uh, adding it to your stories does help with growing the listener base and is very much appreciated. And uh, you can listen, rate, review, follow, and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify amazon music and wherever you listen to podcasts reviewing with 
the five star button and a comment or a one star button and a comment uh, helps or destroys the podcast, depending on which one you choose. <laughs> and uh, if you do that, it gives the people that are looking for a Star Wars podcast a little bit more an idea of what this show is about and what you enjoyed about it. And if you subscribe for free or follow, you will get the latest episode downloaded to your device as soon as it releases. And uh, yeah. But who says you can't have fun with the news? Honestly, it's been a good time, and anybody who tells you different is lying. We're going to take a quick break, and when we get back, we're going to start off with our fan pick of the podcast. That's always a fun time. Woohoo! All right, welcome back to Holiday Headlines. Sound waves never getting faster to your electronic devices, wherever you may be. Now, fan picks of the podcast. We've been doing this for quite a while, and it's always interesting to look around and see where the Star Wars ideas really flow through the entire planet, entire galaxy, what people's heads are, and what they're really trying to find, what they're trying to do in their lives, how they try to make Star Wars a part of their lives. And it does get pretty interesting. You find some crazy stuff. Um, I think... For one that, you know, we've seen where Noma's head has been at. Noma, <laughs> your uh, your fan pick of the podcast. Yeah, so. Sorry, give me one sec to just, oh, I've closed the link for some reason. All right, there we go. So if you are a listener of Temple Archives, or if you've just been a fan of the Vader comic series like us, then you will recognize my pick of the podcast, which is there is a it's a very cursed but very cool conversion of one of the characters from the Darth Vader uh, first comic run, which is Commander Carbon. It's someone's if, favorite character in all of Star Wars, if I'm not mistaken. Don't, how dare you? <laughs> Uh, if you don't know who Commander Carbon is, he's an interesting character, like I said, from the very first uh, Vader comic run, who is basically a, a Mon Calamari with a kind of cybernetic, almost Grievous body. He's like Grievous 2.0. He's even got the lightsabers to back that up. And uh, he doesn't exist in the Star Wars Legion game. However, uh, user Lego Nerfer has lovingly created a conversion using what looks like the Grievous body and a Mon Calamari head, kind of combined together with, uh, I would assume, is a green stuff cape. And uh, he's done a pretty good job. It looks it looks kind of horrifying. It looks just like he's because... got like, a huge like tumor on his back instead of a cape. Oh, yeah. I mean, green stuff's hard to work with. I can attest to that. But uh, yeah, it, like it's it's the cape looks a, lo a little bit it. rough. But like, honestly, the horrifying part for me just comes from those Mon Calamari eyes. Yeah, it, it just stares in your soul. It looks like a dead fish. It's, yeah. it's really funny, though. And uh, yeah, I, I, mm. I laughed when I saw this, but it's really cool, right? Like, you know, I appreciate I always appreciate seeing a conversion and especially seeing a conversion for a character that's not really in the series. And actually, if you're interested in Star Wars Legion, uh, Leg blah, blah, blah. Lego Nerfer, actually, I was going through a bunch of his other posts, and he's done a bunch of other uh, conversions for other characters in uh, Legion and other things like that. One of the cool. ones that I'm sure you'll appreciate, Dan, is he did one for Mr. Bones. I'm looking at that right now. That's awesome. Yeah. That is so good. 
So he's got Mr. Bones. He's made a horrifying uh, kind of weird Grievous conversion. Uh, he's done some Labyrinth miniatures, or at least painted some up. He's got a whole bunch of different colored super battle droids. It's, uh, yeah. <laughs> the tactical droid with Grievous's arms? Yeah, yeah, so that's it. It's, it's I like a arms. Droid with a bunch of lightsaber oh arms. That's so good. Yeah, follow that guy yeah. on, on Reddit, man. Oh, my God. Yeah, he does a he does a lot of fun stuff, and like I said, as someone who who's been in the miniature community for way too long, it's always great to see people's conversions, especially ones that you can tell they had fun with, like this. Oh yeah, and uh, yeah, that was my fan pick of the podcast. That was really good. Oh my god, <laughs> we start off the great things, and now we're gonna go into a little bit of this will be uh, this show will be today, especially with their new segment. But Dan, we have some positive positive fan pick from you, and yeah. that is. Wow, that's really is... it's really good. <laughs> Go ahead and explain it, and then I want to talk about it a little. Go bit. for it. Yeah. So we got uh, a guy on Instagram that I follow. He's an artist in Australia, I believe. I'm not 100 sure. Jake Bartok, and uh, he does like he's been doing this line of um, Star Wars art recently. That's basically medieval versions, or, like high fantasy versions of Star Wars characters. So like clones out in. Um, like medieval clone armor with swords and stuff like that. And like Anakin and Ahsoka and even like Plo Koon and his, uh, his, uh, Plo Bros, uh, Mandalorian, all that kind of stuff. The one that he's done recently, which I think is pretty apt is the bad batch. So he's done one of the entire crew minus crosshair and they're fighting some like cool, like undead looking creatures that are basically, they're based off of like the BT one and BT two battle droids. Uh, or no, just BT1 battle droids. Mm. And uh, they're really cool looking. And then you can see like it's pretty realistic in the faces and stuff like that. But the armor is really well done. It shows the um, the style that the Bad Batch has with their armor still. But you get tech here with like a whole bunch of manuscript oh. scrolls. You get <laughs> Omega with a bow, which is awesome. Wrecker has an axe, a, a battle axe. Uh, tech. Or no, Echo has like a little shield on his arm, and then he's got like a small short sword. Yeah, he's like a buckler. It's yeah. really cool. Then you get Hunter with a machete and a, and a knife. I'm like, okay, <laughs> machete's in a good choice, I guess, for his tracking and survival instincts. But I just love tech with the, the, the scrolls in his back. It's so the disrespect. Good. <laughs> it's like it's like you get everybody looking cool, then tech looks like he jumped right out of Monty Python, and yes, I love it. Yes, yes, <laughs> totally with the glasses and stuff. Okay, yes, yeah. we're gonna we're gonna read the scripture. If those don't cast like holy spells or something out of those scrolls, man. I before don't know. before I continue, before I let you guys talk about it quick, uh, a user named Cavid Destelani posted a comment, and it says, "So instead of clankers, they'd be boners because they're made of bone." Instead of metal. Oh my god! You, you're trying to get all this in now before October, I, aren't you? I thought it was pretty yeah, funny. I didn't, I, it was funny. I didn't realize we were being released on OnlyFans, but that's fine. Oh, here we go. <laughs> oh, that's good. <laughs> but yeah, last bit of news: we our fan oh, picks we have here. Sorry. Uh, with that, I also had one thing. Uh, because I was looking at his art and I was thinking, like, this guy's art looks really familiar. I feel like I've seen this before. So here's a cool additional tie-in for this okay. uh, medieval mm -hmm. style. Because I saw his his uh, other picture of with Ahsoka with the medieval clones. So good. There is a uh, YouTube musician that I enjoy listening to. Uh, his name is Samuel Kim. 
And uh, if you're interested in that YouTube channel, Samuel Kim Music. But one of the things that he does, he he does a lot of things where it's like, like half the reason I found him was it's like Jorno's theme, but epic or like, oh, you know, okay. Jojo stuff like that. He also, for a while, though, uh, about a year or two ago, he was doing a huge run of uh, medieval style songs. So it was like, um, Ed, you'll probably enjoy this one. But he had one where it was like the Republic Commando Mandoa chant in like medieval style. That's so cool. And yeah, like a bunch of things like that. Right. And the artwork for those ones, because he had one that was like Clone Wars style, epic medieval theme. And I was like, why does that look so familiar? And I looked it up and uh the thumbnails that he used for those images were actually done by Jake Bartok. Nice. Oh, That's cool. Yeah. So the so tie in is there for sure. Yeah, exactly. It all kind of ties together in this, you know, it's like pottery. It rhymes. Uh, but yeah, he's also got like duel of the fates, medieval style and, you know, like a battle over, over Mustafar and all that other stuff. So it's awesome. Small world. Yeah. A lot, a lot of cool stuff. Hey, thank you for that extra number. That was good. No worries. So I'm not usually on Twitter and all of that. I mean, I am on Reddit, and when the two kind of go hand in hand, it's great. So this gets me looking at Twitter a bit more, and I should be looking at it a lot more, let's be honest. But (laughs) (laughs) but there are some influential people on there who just, you know, bring positivity to a time where we need a lot of it. And this was a post by Rahul Kohli, who we know is a big Star Wars fan and has always been posting about Star Wars stuff. And at one point, we thought it was going to be Ezra. As you said, a- cast Ezra Bridger. <laughs> <laughs> but he tweets, Star Wars has and always will be a restaurant. Mike, as you go, huh? What? But he continues saying, we all love eating there. We don't like every dish on the menu. And that's okay. You're not supposed to. Order what you like. Avoid what you don't. And don't worry about what others are having. And don't be a dick to the staff. <laughs> yeah, I love it. It's perfect Rahul Kohli fashion. I love it. It really is. It, it's, it comes from a good place. If you agree with it, if you don't agree with it, again, that's up to you as a person. But it comes from a place of just try to understand everybody. And that's a lot of what this series or these series are about. With their myriad of characters from all across the galaxy just trying to understand each other. Yeah, let's let people and enjoy what they like. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. And I thought that was a good bit of positivity to start off the start off the show with. Can I make a quick so, point? Yeah. Um, this is kind of similar how I think about it. I didn't think about a restaurant, but it's just like every time I talk to somebody about Star Wars and if they're a big Star Wars fan or just like a casual fan, right? And they've seen the movies in theaters and that's about it. Um, they're like, why do you like Star Wars so much? And for me, it's it's similar where it's, Everybody likes Star Wars and finds something that they like about Star Wars, whether it's the message of hope, whether it's the imperial um, like structure or like the Sith Inquisitor, um, like Inquisition and like all that stuff, like the Sith. Um, uh, the hell I'm trying to say the, the <laughs> what is that? The Sith, the Sith War. Sorry, that's what I'm trying to think of. The Sith War, um, Mandalorians jedi like whatever it is or whatever story points whatever character you really click with you find what you like about it and you go and invest time into finding that and and enjoying that and uh similar vein to rahul kohli here where it's just just let people enjoy what they like don't shit on it just enjoy what you like and don't want to consume the stuff that you don't want to eat right so (laughs) yeah Yeah, i'm gonna stay away from I'm sorry, I was going to say, yeah, I'm going to stay away from the sequels course, but if you want to eat from there, by all means. Essentially, Noma, the sequels course to you is like dairy products, let's be fair. 
Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that's that's a horrible that's analogy a though. Because I worked lactose intolerant of that. Yeah, way. that's a terrible analogy though, because I worked at Dairy Queen for five years. Yes, but <laughs> I mean, you technically also worked on some of those movies. Yeah, I worked on two of them. So it's a perfect analogy. Yeah, I worked on. Yeah, no, I worked on two of the sequels. So yeah, it's true. And there you go. But I worked on Rogue One, and that's hey. the important part. That's the one that I and and Solo. So I'll be happy with those two. Yeah, it's good. But uh, yeah, no, it's it's it is a good point. And I mean, you know, as much as you know, I like to shit on the sequels here. Look, I like he has a good point. If you like it, don't take my opinion as an attack. You can like it. I don't, and I have all my reasons why. And all that. All you know, I kind of have with uh, the, how the world is. I kind of have to justify. Hashtag the Rebel Joe. I don't like it. Well, yeah, and Rebel Jail and other things, right? <laughs> but you know, you, like in things like this, I don't know. It's it's the atmosphere, right? Because yeah. you have you have to explain why you don't like it because it, a lot of people will think it's for really piggish shallow or reasons. you know, yeah, exactly, shallow, sh- shitty reasons to be blunt, right? And it's it's not that I have a problem with the people who are acting in it or you know the roles that they're playing. It's what it is doing to the overall world. And it's not the actor's fault, as we've said so many times, right? They're not the ones who wrote these characters and made their lines. But again, if you enjoy them, that's fine. Well, we can agree to disagree. I just have to constantly explain why I don't like them. Exactly. But don't take that as an insult, right? I mean, I know it's hard not to sometimes because it really feels like people are being called out when you talk like this, but Mm -hmm. enjoy your section of the restaurant and I'll stay away from the dairy. (laughs) (laughs) Keep that glass of milk away from me. Yeah, and also, just as always, because I always love to, to shout this out for Ro Coley, if you are ever in doubt on whether or not this man is a Star Wars fan, there is a oh, beautiful yeah. series of streams that he did with one of my favorite YouTube channels. Well, two members from one of my favorite YouTube channels, uh, which is Funhouse, and that's uh, he does this street, these three streams with himself, Bruce Green, and Jacob Fullerton, where uh, Bruce Green is kind of like the moderator, and he's just kind of looking at the script, but... Uh, Raul and Jacob are reciting the entire or each of the prequel movies entirely from memory. Oh my God. Every single line. And like it's everything except for the stage directions, basically. And it was mind blowing to me to watch where it's like they are literally, when they do the Phantom Menace, they are on a roll. They are forgetting almost like 99% of the lines. They're remembering 99% of the lines. And just going off it so many times, I'm like, man, how many times must you have watched these movies? I can't do that. I can't even do that with the movies I love, like Return of the Jedi. I know. I, I can do some lines from episode one, maybe the original they, trilogy, but like it's here and there. They're literally, if, you, if you're if you ever interested, you can find these on uh, YouTube and Twitch. But yeah, they are, it, they are on a roll all the way up until, I don't want to say when, but there is a certain point when they start to forget the lines, because it's, the, in I think everyone's opinion, the most boring section of episode one yeah but up until then it's amazing they're also drinking on that aren't they and that's like yeah, also so, yeah, so yeah. if they forget a line they have to do a shot yeah so that's uh, where everything starts yeah. to go downhill yeah yeah so there's a certain section they hit when like i said the most boring section where they can't really remember what's happening and they get they just immediately go from sober to hammered it's hilarious <laughs> awesome yeah, and then the episode two and three one's also really good so. oh man we should do that one day oh that'd be so good that would be really we'd be done we'd we we be done in the first 10 minutes we'll die. Yeah, yeah no i i can't remember any any of those, those <laughs> kinds of things but all right, there you go. Starting off your day with a little bit of positivity. If you didn't appreciate that, I apologize. Maybe we'll do something different next time. But for now, yeah, that's how we're doing. I dare you. Bring it. Bring <laughs> it. Now, we're going to take another short break. When we come back, it's time for 
news mm-hmm. tv and movies specifically get your get yourself ready for these these are pretty cool Welcome back to Hollow Night Headlines, where we always talk about the news and then we always add our own flair to it. It's quite fun. Mm-hmm. Now, we have a few interesting topics for TV and movies this week. Um, I know it's been making its way around, and I'm happy because everybody I know is posting these and watching these and saying how crazy it looks. Star Wars Visions has a trailer out, and if you haven't seen it, I mean, oh, where have yes. you been at this point? But... <laughs> No, everybody's on it, and I'm I'm a little bit upset because I'm just like, you know what, you guys, you know I have a podcast, you know we've talked about it weeks ago. <laughs> this ain't a surprise for you. It is because I haven't released that episode yet. <laughs> hey, wait a minute! Right. Oh, that isn't. Have we not actually? We have not. It's, it's in the works. <laughs> okay. I should have it up before this episode though, so you can continue. Yeah, so um, no, no, it's fine because it'll be up by then. Hopefully. It'll be up by then. Right? <laughs> yeah, I just thought that was funny. But honestly, if if you still haven't seen it, it's it's fun. It's and fire. It's something. Mm. It's so good, man. It's so it's lit. It's you are lit. Un, you are underselling it, Ed. It's if you, it, it's it's okay. literally if you like anime and you like Star Wars, there is no excuse for you to not be watching this. Seriously, no, though, you, 100%. You to, even like, if you don't even like anime, just watch it because it looks beautiful. If, it's, if you like anime more than Star Wars, if you like Star Wars more than anime, it's a good joining of the two where yeah. you'll you'll have to meet it halfway somewhere and you won't be mm. disappointed. We have trailers out. We have the cast announced for all of it. It's something that, you know, even, even if we didn't know it was in the works for a while, we didn't know we needed this. It is that kind of hero. And it's come through at the perfect time because we've just uh, finished a big series with the Bad Batch. We've just been waiting on stuff that are that's coming out in December. So Star Wars Visions premieres September twenty second. And if you didn't have Disney Plus before, <laughs> sign up. What are you doing with your right? life? <laughs> have you not watched the Mandalorian or the Bad Batch or the Clone Wars? What are you doing? Right. <laughs> so the the trailer is debuted today. We've got the Japanese and English dub voice cast done. Uh, so that's going to be great. We've seen... Uh, so we've got a bunch of voice talent for this. We're getting, in the duel, uh, we're getting Brian T. I believe he's, he's the guy... Let me double check. I believe... He's, from, he's Ronan, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think or, he's the guy in the first shot of the trailer. He's the guy that plays Donkey Kong and or Drift King in the Tokyo Drift movie. That's furious. He's that guy. Ah, okay. Japanese American actor. Uh Jaden Walden. If we've seen the village chief. Or now we have a few more. Uh, there's a lot of episodes that they're gonna have here, or one shots, or whatever you want to call them. There's, we have tons of names on here. Dan, you want to throw out just a few big names for people that if they have any interest in these people at all, they're going to be in this. Yeah, so we have Brian T., uh, Lucy Liu, uh, Joseph, Go- Joseph Gordon-Levitt, Bobby Moynihan, Tamura Morrison, Shelby Young, who played one of the uh, lieutenants in uh, Star Wars The Bad Batch, Mark Thompson, who does the narrations for most audiobooks, uh, Neil Patrick Harris, Allison Brie, uh, Karen Fukuhara, uh, Christopher Sean, who was Kaz in Star Wars Resistance, 
double check in here. I think we got the other one I notice is George Takei of the people that I, I remember. Mm -hmm. I think I know where do I know this from? One second here. Lorraine Toussaint. No, maybe I don't know her. Okay, I thought it was somebody else. Um, and then we have in the Japanese one, the only one I recognize, and the only one that I will be blowing so much anime knowledge yeah, at you I'm guys. I'm curious where you're going here. <laughs> I'm just gonna blow. No, I'm, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be. I, I'm gonna be throwing so much anime knowledge at you guys. You're gonna soon. be freaking out when I'm gonna be flipping my shit when Kazuya Nakai is going to be in the ninth Jedi as Rodin. So, cool shit. Yeah. Um, Would you like to explain to anyone who doesn't know the voice actor's name why you are so excited for him? If you watch One because Piece... Because you're such a fan of Gintama and Mayo 13. Right? Don't know what that is. <laughs> um, if you've ever watched One Piece, and it's over 950 episodes now, 980 episodes, um, yeah. he is the voice actor for Zoro, Rono or Zoro, mm -hmm. and my favorite character of um, One Piece... And uh, he's a Japanese voice actor for that. So if he's in Star Wars and he's in anime and his name is Kuzuya Nakai, I will be watching that episode <laughs> over and over and over and over again. Yeah, the reference that I was making that Dan doesn't understand because he doesn't have good taste in all anime oh. is uh, there is an amazing comedy anime called Gintama and he plays uh, Hijikata Toshiro in you mean, that one. You mean Jintama, right? Jintama? Get out of here. <laughs> Also, just a quick, we have... <laughs> a quick a quick note um, on those images on the force.net here that we're looking at the article. Um, the one of the girl on the speeder bike is the second image. That's from mm -hmm. the ninth Jedi or the ninth whatever it is. Is it the ninth Jedi? Okay, yeah. Uh, yeah, the ninth Jedi. Her lightsaber is a Swator style lightsaber where it's yes. like dark yeah, on the inside yeah, and green on the outside. The ones I yeah. do not like at all. I love those. I love those <laughs> lightsabers. gross. I was looking for a green one the other day, actually, and I saw this one and I was like, hell no. And to see it here is kind of just, all right, well, it's getting love from somebody somewhere. Sith has like mm. a black on the inside uh, lightsaber and then red on the outside. Yeah, wow, I've got the okay. same. So the those, are, those are interesting ones. I did have that one for a yeah. while and then I switched it up for a more traditional look. My, like, my you Sith see it Warrior. in the following photo. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, my Sith Warrior has the same thing, but it's orange on the outside. Yes. Oh, yeah, you have the black and orange one. He's not a very dark side Sith Warrior. But uh, yeah, no, the, the next shot under that, we've got a scene where I was like, this hurts me a little bit, does, but I'm sure yeah. Dan will love it. Where it's we've got we've got the I'm pretty sure this is from the first uh, the Ronin uh, special, but yeah. we've got a a Jedi who is unsheathing his lightsaber, and you can see him style, pulling yeah. the lightsaber blade out uh, of of drawing the sheath. This anime has something I'm really looking forward to because they show in the very first shot of the trailer. I'm pretty sure they show an image of this Ronin walking out of. It looks like he's walking out of a hut with all this dusty wind blowing past them. And as someone who, you know, I'm a little bit culturally biased, love samurai, love samurai movies, all that kind of stuff. I think we all three it's, do. Well, yes, but you haven't seen these movies, which I'm still shocked about. Yeah, all, they're uh, on my list, man. They're in there. Yeah, but you haven't seen them. That's I know, what I know, I know, me. I know. But, I know. Uh, that shot reminded me so much of uh, Akira Kurosawa's Yojimbo. Oh, oh yes. Where, okay. Yeah, I want to see he, has, that he has the standoff, dusty fight, and he's walking down the street. And this—that's a shot that they've done a couple of times because it's such a good shot. But I also think of immediately in Mandalorian season two when okay. they've got uh, Ahsoka. Yeah, when yeah. she shows up and starts walking into the village to confront the magistrate, mm -hmm. is that same kind of dust and that kind of windswept street, dirty windswept with the you know 
the the air kind of blowing through. I'm not so sure which one came first. If it was like the Western cowboy stuff, they're or... they're inspired from Kurosawa's movies. I know what you're okay. So like yeah, the Western yeah. cowboy stuff with the the showdown stuff that we are very yeah, familiar yeah. with is inspired by the Akira Kurosawa stuff. Yeah. And one of the ways you can tell is be like, I mean, it's not completely because he could have used color for some of his movies, but because they're black and white. Mm. It, yeah, and fistful of dollars. Yeah, because fistful of dollars. You know that Clint Eastwood. I'm pretty sure that's what it's called. The the fistful of dollars. The Stranger trilogy. Mm. Uh, that was directly inspired from a lot of Kurosawa okay. movies. Okay, that makes sense then. Yeah. yeah, I was like that it, when the Ahsoka thing yeah. happened. It reminded me of like the cowboy kind of standoff. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. The spaghetti western. A lot of that takes influence, and that's also there's fun fact. I'm gonna I'm gonna stop at some point soon because I'm gonna get way into the Kurosawa hole with this, <laughs> but. Uh, one of the one of the ways that's really cool that you can see the influence from the West actually helping with uh, Kurosawa's films is by the end, Kurosawa was infamous for running so far over budget and over production times because he would wait days and days and days and days for the perfect weather conditions for shots, and it would just completely destroy the um, you know any any semblance of a production schedule that by the time he was finishing his career, no Japanese studio wanted to work with him at all. So he couldn't get his last movie made. It was like nobody, nobody wanted to work with him because of how how infamous he was. So his last movie is funded by George Lucas, Steven Spielberg, Martin Scorsese, and like there's there's like a half dozen others, but all of the Western directors that he influenced were so basically loved his work so much that they were willing to help him produce i'm pretty sure it's called ron i might be wrong it's been a long time since i've seen it but it's also one of his only color movies which is really interesting but yeah that's kurosawa lore for you and uh how it relates to star wars visions yeah that's awesome Uh, i i'm also going to just keep plowing ahead and talking because i love the sound of my own voice no i've got some good points (laughs) uh which is that one thing that they also have talked about with visions they've now kind of uh you know, stayed now canonically stated is that visions is going to be completely non-canon, which makes sense. It's kind of what I was expecting. This is very similar to, cause I think we talked about it before when I was talking, mentioning visions where it's like, this is very much in the same vein of halo legends Animatrix, all those anthologies where it's like, we are going to take some stories from this universe and we're going to have fun with them. Mm-hmm. And you know, just being able to see what you can do when you play around with these concepts and kind of raise, I, I feel like it's like raise, raise the roof of reality, right? Kind of take some of the things that you can see in your mind, you know, the things that, cause there's certain things that happen again. Like I said, I apologize that I always uh, go hard on them, but there's some things in the sequel trilogies where, and even some of the old legend stuff where you're like, is that really how it would work? That doesn't seem right. This is kind of pulling me out really a weeping mountain in the middle of the ewok lands this is old legends by the way like no that's not something i think what is is should actually be canon but you know now that we know that star wars visions is non-canon yeah go nuts have fun do whatever you want there's a couple things in the trailer that look really weird and i'm like if this was a normal star wars i'd have a problem with it but you know, an umbrella lightsaber doesn't really seem like a weapon i'd ever be okay with but if it's non-canon yeah, go nuts, have fun. I'm curious how, how it's going to tie in. I have to, I have to, I have to rewind. I wouldn't be a One Piece fan if I would have missed this because I was looking through it again, the list. And who Akakiti. I'm sorry? Who else, yeah, who else is there? On <laughs> One Piece, uh, Akakiti, there's a voice actor named Cho. 
He's the voice okay. of Brooke in One Piece. Oh. So he's playing Senshu, who's also in English, voiced by George Takei. And I'm like, yes, I'm so excited okay. for this. Nice, nice. So yeah, Cho's in there as well. That is one thing I'm kind of curious about, because I listened to both trailers, and I... Oh, is there a Japanese trailer? Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. they, they released both. I looked them up immediately. Um, I'm watching really this immediately after this episode. <laughs> they towards... both... Sorry? Sorry, so bonus content towards the end of this episode, if you want to hear Dan's visceral reaction to the Japanese trailer for Vision State <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, let's do it. But uh, yeah, it's interesting, because just because of the style and what I'm used to seeing, I feel like the... I'm probably going to watch it in the Japanese dub first. But because it's Star Wars, I feel like I'm going to have to watch it again with the English voices. Oh, yeah. for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just, you know, it's it's such a it's such a blended medium. It'll work really well, which I'm sure Disney will like because that means they're just getting more of my views. Meta plan, uh, watch the same episode twice. In the yeah, exactly. So that, there you go. And, and then move again, on to the next one. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, and again, I mean, you know, I'll end my ranting here because like I said, I'm just going to keep going forever if I don't. But... So many good studios here, you know, we've got production IG, we've got Trigger, we've got Saru, we've got, you know, all these different, I'm, I'm going to forget a bunch of them. but All every, the rest of them. Well, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Like I, you know, mostly just because I, there's so many. No, I get you. But they're all, they're all strong contenders and they're all heavy hitters and they've all shown that they know what they're doing. And I'm so excited for this and I'm praying that Visions is, is successful enough that we get a visions too mm. or we start to get oh. series that are kind of branching out and no uh, now we'll have animation and no excuse know, me 3D. the next project for anime should be edge of balance oh. the anime yeah. adaptation yeah, yeah, i mean that's that's something we were talking yeah, about before right? we were saying like hey if you're gonna if you're gonna start trying to get people in with high republic go for it go for an anime yeah right right so the hype for visions is definitely real Remember, that's going to be in September. If you don't have mm -hmm. your Disney Plus by then, get on it and then get ready because the whole world will be talking. You'll be left behind. Yeah. You don't want that. You're going to be an angry person. And it is week yeah, to week. Fun, fun fact, you got two kidneys. You don't need both of them. No, I, just don't. <laughs> <laughs> I am not condoning selling your organs for Disney I mean, unless, Plus. <laughs> and, unless somebody needs it and you're donating it, go for it. There's yeah, good you don't get money. How are you going to afford, afford, afford Disney Plus? <laughs> now, now, kids. Avert your ears, avert your eyes. <laughs> but there's a lot of hype and there's a lot of excitement for star wars all across all across the screens and there's a lot of appreciation for it too both the clone wars and uh the mandalorian are getting a ton of emmy nominations uh for this upcoming emmy awards that's going to be on the 19th of september so we still got a but just a little bit under a month till we get to those but the mandalorian <laughs> oh man this one's been nominated for, I think, about 24 Emmy Awards. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean they're going to win, but come, come on. Come on. After anything everybody's <laughs> seen and what this... This has had a kind of cultural shift, kind of like kind of like Game of Thrones early on did, where everybody, no matter where you went, is talking about it. People who don't know anything about this is really starting to talk about it, ask questions, all that. Like It's gotten on people's radar, and it stayed there. Now that's not to say the Clone Wars hasn't like they're getting not as not as much as twenty four because this is gonna be this is gonna be about um, season seven so the final season and it's still getting about three or four nominations now if you don't really follow the Emmys I know a lot of people if you're not in that industry you don't really care as much anymore it was something to watch on TV growing up because we didn't have a lot of internet different things <laughs> to do and now it's just mm. like <laughs> maybe on Netflix whatever yeah um, yeah but it's it's. It's good to see the appreciation there from 
whoever decides these to know that yes while fans love it for what it is there are screenwriters and there are people who work on drama series and appreciating supporting actors there's narratives costume designers hairstylists makeup prosthetic makeup is one of them uh sound editing sound mixing there's so much that goes into these shows Mm -hmm. and there's so much production that from people on the back end that don't really get that from fans but this is sort of your just desserts to be like hey we're recognizing you because the work that you did unbeknownst to the fans allowed them to enjoy it even more because Mm -hmm. of your dedication because of your art because of your passion so here's a like a bit more than a thumbs up but here's a nod and recognition to you for everything that you do and keep doing more and these will just flow as it comes through because people think about it out of all these things maybe not the sound as much but maybe actually because you have lightsabers and stuff like that but think about cosplayers and all those like when you look at enough like oh yeah i could cosplay that it's like somebody designed that somebody went through that somebody you know how many hours of work they put in so that that could end up on the screen so that you could like that and if there's ten thousand people cosplaying that you know your work is appreciated but this is like the i guess the nod from your i I can't i can't get an analogy for it right now but this is like your higher up being like you just it's it's like a winning work it's it's like it's being noticed by the top quotes tops of the community at large right yeah Yeah, your peers the best of the best are acknowledging that you fit in somewhere in there and you know because i'm not gonna ever stop stroking my own ego on the show apparently as someone who is in like the 74th drip down Mm. of you know one of these categories technically i think technically i'd be under special effects or visual effects Mm. it is nice to know like hey we did a good enough job that you know you you are now nominated your the overall production is now nominated for an emmy i mean i'm not gonna be so vain as to think like yes i earned no, this emmy. no of course not it's because the team yeah why not you should well, even way. your work is <laughs> yeah because you know those six seconds that i worked on in that one episode of mandalorian those speeder bikes wouldn't have been the same without now <laughs> not yeah. even close because it's also you know at the same time from where you're looking at that little trickle down um it would be the guys who really actually worked on all the assets that we got and all the settings yes. and everything else from there. And then after that and that and the next one under that, then it's the studio that I worked for, right? So it's a big trickle down, but it is a lot. There's a lot of people working on this, right? I never really understood it when I first got into this, like, oh yeah, like, well, people were saying it costs like $1.5 million per Mandalorian episode. And it's like, well, what are they using that money on? <laughs> like, well me ironically my paycheck and the other hundred so people that were on my team yeah and then from there you're just building up and up and up and up and every single level of those people need to get paid to contribute their expertise right so when you cast the net that wide to get that much talent it makes sense why the across the world yeah across the world because they're yeah studios dan's right all over the world that we're working on this so when you when you stop and consider like this is where all that money is going it makes sense then when people are saying, oh my God, the Mandalorian looks like it's movie quality because you've got so much talent that you're able to use, right? Mm-hmm. So again, kind of wrapping back around to this, it's it's nice then to see that for a production that put this much time and effort and care and love into it, that it's being recognized, right? Hopefully they, they take a whole bunch of Emmy wins. I don't know what the other competitors are, 
but it deserves it, right? Mandalorian, even as someone who is a fan, you know, with season two, I didn't touch season two at all. So good. So amazing. Right. They deserve everything, everything that they're they're get all the accolades and praise that they're getting. Yeah. They just knocked it out of the park. Yeah, is there any yeah, awards here that you, you guys? Sorry, Ed? sorry. I was going to see your opinion if there are any awards that you wanted to talk about on here. I was just going to say, is there anything that you're like taken aback by? But like, why that specific episode for that? Like, for for one, like I, after thinking about it a little bit, I can kind of see it. Mm-hmm. The outstanding directing for a drama series, Chapter Nine, The Marshal, where they introduce like Boba Fett coming back with John mm-hmm. Favreau doing that episode. Like, I was like, why that specific episode? Like, I feel like there was a lot well more well directed episodes but maybe not like i remember the time when we watched episode nine chapter nine the marshal mm-hmm. we were like on cloud 649 man like we were oh, yeah. we were so far in the clouds it was ridiculous but is there any any t- sort of like award here that you're like mm, i didn't really see that coming or like anything like that not, I, not I really think they all make sense yeah i mean the whole the whole season right like if you look through the episodes that are being nominated, none of them are the quotes filler episodes, right? Yeah, it's like the There's Jedi, the, ones... the rescue. Yeah, rescue Jedi, Marshal, Believer, Eris. Like yeah. it's all ones where they are. It is like they ramp the action up. Yeah, and they really contribute to the overall story. So no, it all makes sense to me. All right. Yeah. So those are the official ones now. And now this is rumor, and don't take too much stock in this. But news out of the UK comes through that the series new series because we've loved these other ones so much andor has wrapped its filming and that was about 21 hours ago as of april 21st or april my god august 21st <laughs> and it's rumor has it that they're already heavy into season two so if they're going that far it's like okay how much do you think people really love this show we're probably gonna really love it the way that mandalorian is gone the way the Bad Batch is gone. Mm-hmm. I know one's animated, I know one's live action, but just for the ideas and the passion that have gone to those two, I can't see why it'd be any less with Andor. And we're getting a character that we only seen through Rogue One. We may have heard in some novels and maybe the Rogue One novelization may have gone into his character a bit more, but this is going to be full on, hey, we don't know where this is going. It's going to be Mandalorian all over again, potentially. I'm excited for that. We get like because a, this, the great character that we don't only get. Yeah. Yeah. This could bring off a whole new thing. And especially because it's that dark take on the Republic that we finally get to see. Where, yeah. you know, hope comes in all shapes and sizes and it comes from all different places. And sometimes those places are dark. So I am very excited for this one. Now, mm-hmm. we went on that one a little long. Don't worry. We're getting into more news soon. After <laughs> this break, we're going to get into some gaming news when we come back. All right, welcome back to HoloNet Headlines. We've got more news for you here, and this time we're heading into your handheld devices. We're heading into your PS5s, PS4s, Xbox Ones, whatever you've got there. Tabletop. It's tabletop. It's any sort of gaming media you can imagine. We've got Noma today leading us on an adventure. Hell yeah! Tell us, (laughs) what do we have, Dungeon Master? Yes, now the realm of gaming. Man, I wish they were still doing Fantasy Flight Star Wars RPGs, but that's a whole other topic. <laughs> Actually, it is but on topic. 
It is technically, but yeah, that 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 whole section is dead, unfortunately. Yeah, so. I got all the books though. That's the important part. That so, is the important part. Yeah, Edge of the Empire, Age of Rebellion, and Force and Destiny. But I'm getting off track. Anyways, so let's start off here with our gaming news. We've got three different things that are coming up, and I'll go over one of them very quickly because I don't have a lot to say about it. Which is, we are getting the finale to the Tales from Galaxy's Edge VR trilogy, and that is Last Call. So, like I said, I don't have a whole lot to say about this, mostly because I don't have a VR device, so I haven't had a chance to try any of these. From what I've heard, it's going in an interesting direction, where it is one of the first uh, VR games that really has a cohesive, uh, concise storyline that continues and kind of grows, so it's the closest thing that we have to a really solid action adventure game, outside of maybe Half-Life Alex, but that's only the single game. Uh, but yes. Seems like it's going to be interesting. I've watched a couple of gameplays. It looks pretty neat. I still prefer Vader, the Vader Immortal series a little bit, but that's because I'm super biased for lightsabers. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that's honestly all I really have to say about uh, Last Call. If you guys have any thoughts, if you've played them, let us know. Because the closest no. that we've ever gotten was the... Uh, Vader the Immortal. Void. Yeah. Well, the, the Void well, experience the, as well, yeah. Yeah, the Void, yeah. yeah. Is is last is the Tales from Galaxy's Edge? That's kind of like um, I thought that was more of an interactive experience. It is. It's, it's a, a game, game where you like get to do quests and stuff like that for Doc Ondar yeah, and all you that go kind around of the stuff. outer rim and yeah, hang around a Black Spire outpost and oh, all okay. that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's like if you can't you can't take a blaster and just and, you know as I started blasting. If you can't do that, <laughs> and then you know oh, yeah. it's an experience. Yeah, well. yeah. Well, there's nothing wrong with those. It's like mist. If, yeah, if you have a VR, you ever play mist? That's an ancient callback. My it God, is. man. Mist is where like 1997 called. Yeah, where like you're first person and you like click left or right or forward yeah, depending yeah. on where you want to go, Curse. and you have to like find things and figure out puzzles and move them to other areas of the map. Mist, and... Curse of the Druids, Escape from Monkey Island. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> good yeah. stuff. Ancient, ancient action adventure games. And but uh, speaking of games, uh, unfortunately, I'm going in the complete dark side direction with this because I am not looking forward to this at all, which might surprise some of you guys. Because it is the fact that we are getting a confirmation that Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order 2 is probably coming out. Yay! And, uh, yeah, so Dan was, we talked about this a little bit before, we, and Dan was like, why aren't you excited? And I was like, because EA is paying attention to them now. Yeah. This is the caveat. Jedi Fallen Order, original, EA thought it was going to fail, so they just let them do their own thing. Yeah. For those who don't know, maybe if you if you you're not in super in the gaming or anything, or you don't like pessimism like I do, uh, EA is the Nurgle of the gaming industry. Everything they touches turns to rot and pestilence. And aside from the fact that they are now paying attention to it, they've also stated that they're going to try and turn it into a uh, at least a sub franchise or a franchise, and that terrifies me, mm. because every time they try to do that, they end up milking it for everything it's worth, they they leech all the life out of it, and when it's a desiccated corpse, they go, oh, well, it was never meant to succeed, and then they move on. We've got examples of that. We've got Mass Effect Andromeda. We've got, I know people loved it, and it's not a terrible game, but we look at the difference between Dragon Age Origins and Dragon Age Inquisition. It's just huge, right? And I mean, Anthem, just everything that EA has their hands in. I mean, Anthem. Anthem's a little bit different because it's also died. Bioware's fault. Yeah. But oh, like, man. look at any EA property. Dead Space, like everything they touch, they just destroy. Yeah. 
And so the fact that Fallen Order 2 is now something that they're like, oh, we can make money off of this, that terrifies me. I mean, Squadrons was pretty good, and that was... they were, But yeah, but they weren't really paying attention to Squadrons. Fair enough. And you can tell because there's no monetization in it. Well, they said Battle they said Squad- at the conference when they announced it that yeah. they're not going to... Remember, we're at Star Wars Celebration for that, and they said that we're not going to have... Um, right, because Battlefront like 2 would happen. Right, exactly. That's the. It wasn't a because out of the good of their heart or because they're actually learning. It's because they didn't want another backlash. Well, I mean, I don't know if you know this. I'm sure you do. Reddit's mm. most downvoted post of all time yeah, is the Battlefront 2 one. Yeah, from we, EA. We we want we just oh, want dude. a feeling of pride and accomplishment, accomplishment. guys. Yeah. That's why you have to grind for 500 hours or spend 50 dollars. Yeah. No, of course, but like everything that they get their hands on, they they just rot and destroy. So that's a fair point. Though. That's fair. Yeah, that that's why I'm not looking for. Do I want it to be good? Of course, I want it to be good. I want it to be as good as much as I want Dragon Age Four to be good. Do I think either of them are going to be good? Probably not. Yeah. I'm so scared. I'm yeah, so seriously scared. I love the Dragon Age series, but just if you even just look at how much lore they've leaked out of the Dark Spawn, they went from being this horrific cataclysmic force of death to just who even cares about Corypheus he's he's a worse villain than he was in the DLC I could go on for ages I was just saying I, yeah, I was probably back on topic <laughs> yeah, yeah I will I will end it there but yeah suffice it to say I'm scared I'll temper my expectations and pray that when we actually see some stuff it's good but I'm not for a second gonna believe anything that EA says about this there's game. one thing I want to say about this game that if mm-hmm. it does come out it needs to, the only thing I'm wanting to happen to this the the content of this game is add fast travel on planet please yes please because that, that, was, that platinum yeah. was the hardest fucking thing to it was so yeah, tedious you, I literally haven't picked that game up since I platinumed it like they've, was, they've updated with the skins to. more lightsaber stuff and I'm like arena and I'm like I'm done guys like I I'm have done. three more things to get, and when I saw it, I was just like, "If I have to go to Kashyyyk one more time, yeah, right, and, <laughs> and try and find that one specific area and yeah, get to no, it, and then you get like, to the point where you can't go past a certain part, you have to go all back around, and you got to walk all the yeah, way back." Like that was really frustrating. Oh my god! Yeah. And that's something that shocks me because for all the mechanics that they took from Dar- from the Souls games, mm-hmm. not that I'm accusing them of stealing, it's just they adapted them from it. Bonfire warping. Yeah, exactly. They have bonfire warping. <laughs> yeah, that would, be, that would be great. Yeah. Big their stages were. Oh, it's a thing yeah. in Sekiro and Bloodborne and Dark yeah. Souls, right? Yeah. You're doing all of them, so I'm surprised they didn't. But who knows? Maybe they'll add Hopefully that. Hopefully, we in. get to the point where we actually can uh, do that. That'd be the yeah. one thing I would yeah. look for. Maybe we'll see. Uh, that wouldn't make me buy the game. I no, no, no. To, it would definitely uh, make my experience yeah. <laughs> playing the game a little bit better because. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was rough. So, going from that video game to, ironically, another EA game, but they don't pay attention to it, so this one's been doing pretty good. Uh, we have a expansion that is coming out for Star Wars The Old Republic, which means I am falling even farther behind than I have been. Yeah, we still haven't done the Eternal Empire. Yeah, yeah oh, dude, I still, I even started over, and I was like, oh, new expansion, time to make a new character all oh, the way no. through. Oh, yeah. no. He's, he's going <laughs> to laugh us, like, six times. Exactly. I, we've got to get back into it. But, yeah, Star Wars Old Republic. <laughs> yeah. 15 yeah, times. It's, it's fine. We've got time because when Final Fantasy fourteen releases. 32. Uh, I have 32. Oh, oh my god. god. <laughs> I have a problem. Yes, you do. No wonder you remember the story problem. so well. You're right. Uh, but yeah, Legacy of the Sith is the new expansion that's going to be coming out. One of the big things that's coming out from that, I still need to watch the video on it because there are some great Star Wars YouTubers out there who have done good breakdowns of it. We are getting combat styles. This is going to be a new additional feature that adds a bunch of new mechanics that they claim will help kind of expand your play styles and abilities and what you can do. 
we'll see it's interesting uh i have no idea what i'm getting in for i can see the pain on ed's face as i say this but i can, I can get into it quickly sure sure um so we've all played it I, you, you all know what i'm talking about here when you mm. choose your advanced class so before it used to be start off you're on tython you're on hada or you're on drum and cuss or not drum and cuss or you're on korriban and you have your either sith inquisitor your sith warrior your mm. jedi knight whatever it is and then when you get to level 10 you pick a specialization are you going to be a, mm-hmm. uh, a sentinel? Are you going to be a guardian? Whatever have you. Mercenary, then, power tech. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They got rid of that initially, and it was just like, you just start off on whatever advanced class you want. Yeah. yeah. I was like, okay, not, not the worst thing. And they took away some skills. They gave some skills. Uh, but each of these classes has their own iconic playstyle and weapon. What this expansion and the update are doing is kind of not taking that away, in their terms, they're broadening it so you can be, you still be a Jedi guardian, but with all the moves of a shadow because now you have the double bladed lightsaber. Okay, so, so you can playing, you can swap oh, your weapon. Kind of like you're playing the same story just as a shadow, yeah, rather mm. than a, a knight, and you'll have all those skills and everything as well. I think okay. I'm paraphrasing here because as far as I understand from the test servers and everything, that's what it sounds like. Yeah. Um. So you're free to play your own way, kind of thing. So you can you can be a um a mercenary and playing through that storyline with uh with an auto cannon. Yeah, I like that because right. it's, it's, oh, it's a little okay, bit more okay. like universe less more... universe breaking where it's like I have pistols, I cannot use a big weapon. I don't know how to do that. I have to use these. These are the only things mm. I know how to use. Like you know right? what I mean? Like you can you can make a Rex, for example. Yeah. As, as a commando or something like that. And this is going to be... I can see players like Power Techs and stuff like that finally being like, I can use a blaster rifle now. Yeah. <laughs> right? I mean, honestly, I'm, as a Power Tech, I'm thinking that. Yeah. The only thing that Noma, a player like you, and I was wondering and I wanted an opinion mm. because as a Sith, a light side Sith warrior, mm. right? There are certain things that you will not be able to do now and will be able to do instead. Because mm. they are also changing force powers with force alignment. So oh, if you have okay. like light five or whatever, yeah. I, I things like choke and um, a lot of other dark things you probably won't be able to do. Instead, mm. you get like okay. stasis and... Kind of makes sense a lore wise. Yeah, there's never been a light side Jedi who's used force choke before. That would right? be crazy. Right? Or so force like, lightning. Yeah. If Anakin ever used force force choke or Mace Windu ever used force crush, that would be Lord. Oh my god, right? so <laughs> that's, that's weird. That's something they're trying to introduce. The okay. flexibility of it is one thing where I'm like, you know, let's say you spend your time getting to light, like you start in neutral, and for hmm. whatever reasons, I play very neutrally now. Before I used to be like all light, all dark, or whatever. Yeah, now yeah. it's just like, no, how would I go about it? And you make both decisions as you go hmm. along. Now. I like the Which fable is, game. I don't know if you ever played exactly, that. Where like you have the exactly. light and the dark, you have the horns, the wings, or whatever, or like that, that yeah, kind of yeah. affected the, your character. The difference would be that there was no benefits for neutral in that game. No, yeah. there's no benefit. You have to pick one, right? Yeah. So for for this, it's like, okay, let's say you go to light one or light two. I want to know how much of a of a alignment influence is gonna mm. be strictly on those powers. Because like you could be like light two but still have like your choke and your all your stuff like that yeah you yeah. smash them but it's just like all right as soon as you start getting a little bit higher in those then those either just full-on change mm. or disappear or whatever have you but they need 
there, it needs to be in a gradual way. I, I would hate if you were like, oh, I'm going to do some light things on this planet because it makes sense. All of yeah. a sudden, your skills are going to like, that's, yeah. like, that's <laughs> bullshit, right? Yeah, yeah. And so I can see why people are so scared of this because not only are they changing that, they're taking a lot of skills away because of mm. that. Like, because they were saying the UI is too, is too cluttered. Yeah, yeah it so definitely for, is. It's very so, cluttered. And see that this for some people it is. I I don't think it is. I mean, like, for a new player, it definitely is. Right, but, but because they've already like, I I hate to say dumbed it down because it's not it's not an intelligence thing. Like there are people playing it for fifteen they years who are gonna yeah. know. But they've already playing three months, right? Oh yeah, for yeah. sure. But like, if they did a better way of like explaining them, because before they just be like, oh, you hit this level, here's all these, and you're like, okay, well, what? Do you... And they don't give you situations where you should use them, so you just don't yeah. end up using them or anything, right? You, can, you don't have to have them in your in your hotbar. You take them off. Yeah. But a lot of people just don't do that, and so they're like clicking through like fifty different things, and it's like, what this? What's this? What's this? Am I the it's only like... one who has dedicated hotbars for mounts? Oh, I have like four uh, bars I use, for mounts. I use the hotkey for that. Oh yeah, I, I just, I just have, hotkey. have four. I have I have two on each side on my screen. And you're terrible. Yeah, they're all Jesus. full of mounts. I have so no, many I've got, mounts. I've got, I've got like one so cluttered. Yeah, I've got one dedicated mount for each character. That's yeah. it. Yeah, it's a lore thing, right? Yeah. I mean, it's like whatever planet I'm on. If I'm on a if I'm on a Hoth, I, I'll pull up my Tauntaun. If I'm no, on, I appreciate that. You get, you get a tank or you get a Sith chair. There you go. <laughs> I appreciate that. But you can switch that up into one button as you go. Yeah, there's also random. I think you can now. Yeah, and also, um, so you have the fact that they're taking skills away and making you choose between skills you already have. So, for mm. example, it's like there could be one. I, this may not be right, but I'm just giving an example. So, like saber throw for guardians and stuff like that. You can choose either between saber throw, leap, or something else, but you can't have all three. Mm. yeah okay and i know like that was part of an actual rotation i did yeah, like, yeah. you opener you jump in you do this you smash you build nope you can't do that so like not only are they changing the play styles they are definitely they're significantly changing the way you play mm. unless that's they what... hmm? yeah like uh, the only thing i can think there is unless they then like if they take away a bunch of my abilities but then they give me a lot of buffs for the abilities i can keep that make them on par, then it would kind of be okay. But even then, it's like I want that diversity. It, exactly, I need to do things in between cooldowns. It's a big, big, and see, because a lot of people slam that one, that 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 basic skill oh to God, get where yeah. they need to get to, right? Yeah, yeah. And I understand it's it's a story game, and you can play it on story stuff and get through everything. But is a story people. It's a, it's a big story expansion too, yeah? Yeah. Okay. There are people who do a lot oh, of endgame yeah. stuff, and this is really gonna affect them. So yeah. If you if you want it to be like a story game where you play just play it and then they finish, take away your subscription things all entirely and just open it up to free to play. Mm. Or if you want to keep that subscription, listen to your subscribers and maybe don't go as ham as you are. Like it still needs refining. So it's on the test server still, I believe. Yeah. yeah. Um I really hope they take some more looks in this and renege a couple things that they're doing. I'm sure they will. I don't, yeah. I don't mind the the combat styles and specializations and everything you could do. It'll yeah, be for interesting characters. You have to yeah. do some Maybe learning at first, too. Again, again endgame mm. content is going to be a whole lot different now. Because yeah, yeah. You're going to have people being like, I need an actual Guardian tank. or nobody's <laughs> that. That's the thing. Guardian like you, you have a lot more... You have a lot more specialty stuff. Like... My Sith Inquisitor is going to be completely different from yours, which is it, what it should be. And 
to a certain degree, and they were mm-hmm. doing that with the three class trees you right exactly but now it's like they're ripping that out and being like you can put whatever class tree you want in there and my problem with that is when you're trying to fill roles for a race it's harder yeah certain things you're gonna have to start turning people away based on what they have so now you're gonna have to ask for specific things and that's not what that's about yeah especially the the multiplayer is gonna be hard it's like no i need a healer healer i don't need a tank healer i don't need a dps healer i want a healer healer yeah that's the hardest role to fill, too. That's what it's built around, and that's yeah. what I was like, no, but I can do it, too. It's like, I understand, <laughs> but... Yeah. Right? I don't need it's a jack-of-all-trades. I need a specialist. Yeah. No, right. it's cool. Like, you'll have situations where, like, if you want to pull, like, that whole Bad Batch kind of deal, you mm-hmm. can make the Bad Batch now for a, for a team. That's mm-hmm. interesting. So that's kind of what they're going for, seeing mm-hmm. shows like this and what people's reactions are. So we'll see when that comes out. Hopefully it goes well, and hopefully it doesn't spell the death of a game because there are wow people that are coming through saying like this is what started to cause. Oh yeah, I forgot con. about that Exodus. Yeah. So, yeah. although that's to be something fair, to keep your, on. yeah, to be fair, your other game is the one that's stealing most of those players. Mm-hmm, well, not yeah, stealing, but, but taking in. <laughs> I refugee status. Yeah, there, there's a whole there's a whole thing. If you don't know about the whole people going to Final Fantasy 14, you can find some stuff on that. We're not a Final Fantasy 14 podcast yet. Uh, yeah, the only other thing that we're going through uh, with this expansion is we got a teaser at the story. And oh my God, I don't really want to keep <laughs> just getting annoyed with Star Wars Old Republic. But it's we, this is the third time we've had this storyline. If I had a quarter for every time Malgus decided to betray the Empire, he's back. I'd have, yeah, and he's I betraying can. the Empire. You know, he already came back last expansion. And he's just, he's literally like a, a robot wearing human skin at this point. Yeah. Because he's died so many goddamn Count times. And where you at? Basically. basically yeah. <laughs> but now he's betraying the Empire again. And it's like, guys, please Enough. stop. We even joked about this last time where we were like, cool, he's back. Don't have him betray them again. Please. Can he stick with them or do something or become more like Darth Maul or just bring back Darth Maul? One of the, nope, we're doing the same thing again. All right. A new character. Maybe it'll be more nuanced this time. Yeah. But I doubt it. What else we got on docket, though? (laughs) Yeah, that kind of rounds out our. uh, Yeah, let's uh, let's kind of end with Swotor there. Uh, From there, we're going into our board game and miniatures. There's not a whole lot to talk about this time. Uh, The first one is bad news. I'm not super excited about this, but I kind of saw it coming, which is uh, Atomic Mass Games, I believe that's their name. Uh, the guys who are actually uh, basically behind the development and the uh, releases of Star Wars Armada have, yeah, Atomic Mass Games, like I said, have basically come out and announced on Twitter that while they are going to continue supporting Armada and they're still going to be re-releasing the products throughout the year, there are no new plans for new ships. And that is kind of disappointing to me on one hand because i mean we that means i've got a whole three ships to choose from on the republic side and the separatists we've each got three ships yay i've got an acclimator a venator and uh the pelta and that's it and it's like well i mean i'll i guess i'll buy some venators now but that's all we're getting there's no more rebel ships i mean rebel and empire i get because we've basically done everything they have to start pulling from extended universe at this point if they want to do more stuff from that and each side has at least a dozen ships so that part makes sense to me but it is worrying 
to see that this is what their stance is for all of 2022. Hopefully it'll change, but I also, I think a lot of the community agrees with me on this. If there was any game that was going to die first, it was going to be Armada. It's unfortunately the least popular and it has the least support. So I kind of see it happening and they're really going to focus on Legion because they want to become a 40k competitor and with 40k currently going through its 78th dumpster fire that we're now getting with their uh copyright or their their killing of all fan content that's a market that you can get into so i would i don't blame them for it but i really hope that they're not just gonna drop the lines like just please just throw throw republic and separate as the bone give us at least a half dozen ships each that's all i'm hoping for that's all i'm asking for we'll see what happens uh on that same note though with star wars legion the game that they're going to support we are getting uh, basically a bunch of rumors there haven't been official announcements yet but they have announced all of these models already so we know that they're coming out and uh the interesting part that we're getting i'm not super excited for this and i'm kind of biased the republic side is getting wookies so we are going to be getting uh wookie republic warriors we're getting uh one of their catamarans i can't remember what they're called completely but they're it's one of the flyers basically that they have no my you need to give uh, us a, a good wookie roar please i refuse i i can't do a bear dolphin uh combo combo <laughs> bear <roar>. dolphin <laughs> oh my god I, I can't remember what they originally used for chewbacca's roar but it was like three different animals um but yeah we're getting those they'll be interesting it, it'll be cool to see them um in the republic and they're gonna have the weapons that they had in episode three so that'll be cool with kind of their proto bowcasters and stuff like that um, the Separatist side, on the other hand, which I don't play, I'm very jealous of my friend who, who does play Separatist because they are getting three very cool units. The first of those are the, uh, small spider droids. If you don't remember what those look like, they look like a little ball with two little eyes on the front and a cannon for a nose and four legs. And, uh, they look, they, I always like the look of them. They look kind of derpy, but kind of dangerous at the same time. They're going to be a lot of fun. With them as well, we're also getting one of my favorite droid units in Star Wars. That is the Magna Guards, the Magna Guard 100s. The, sorry, the IG 100s are coming out. And we are getting a full squad of that. You're going to be able to get uh, six different Magna Guards. And so they're probably going to be a squad of three, go up to six, or three or four, go up to six. They're also going to come with two specialty units. That is going to be an Electro Whip Magna Guard, which is interesting because I don't think we've seen those before, and a Rocket Launcher Magna Guard, which I loved because I was like, when have they used Rocket Launchers before? Oh my god, it's Star Wars Battlefront. <laughs> Original Star Wars Battlefront. So, yeah, that's what we're getting them from, and I'm super excited. I, I'm going to have to fight them, unfortunately, but I'll do it. I'll, I'll put them down with, with uh, my amazing Phase 2 Clone Troopers. And, uh, yeah, outside of that, the last unit that we are getting is an HQ unit. This one's going to be interesting. Uh, Legion does the thing sometimes where they will release kind of unbalanced heroes at the same time, uh, just in terms of power levels. Like the last one we got was, granted, I love her because I won't speak ill of her or it'll kill me through the screen, but we got Padme for the Republic and Cad Bane. One of those two characters is slightly stronger than the other in the lore. As we could probably hell? guess. Yeah. <laughs> right? It's like, mm, if I would have put my money on a winning side, I think it's going to be Cad Bane. Right? No, I'm a dog. The fight's not even going to start. Diplomatic measures come through. <laughs> yeah. Aggressive negotiations. Well, Done. 
we saw her, we saw her try to do that in the Senate with Cad Bane. It didn't really go that well, but she also was surprised. So, but this one, oh my God, the power level is even more skewed because for the Separatist side, we are getting. I love this unit because I love the look of him. We are getting the super tactical droid, and he looks very cool. I hope he's going to be a, a a super support unit. He comes with a blaster rifle, which is weird, but uh, Khalil or whatever his name was from uh, the Supermax Prison also had uh, a blaster rifle, so I get that. And for the Republic, facing off against the super tactical droid, we're getting Yoda. <laughs> All right, so we're min-maxing. Okay. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right, one of these guys might win in a fight, and the other one will destroy the other one. Uh, so that'll be fun. I'm going to enjoy having Yoda. He looks like an interesting character. I won't go into Legion rules too much, because I don't know how many people play it here. But the hardest part about using Yoda is that his movement speed is the slowest in the game. Uh, him and Vader both move one out of the three that you can move, so that'll be interesting. Uh, it's gonna be kind of—I mean, it makes sense. It's you know, but uh, and, but the funny thing is, he also does have um, abilities that let him ignore very tall terrain because he's you know a tiny green crack addict. I mean, uh, Jedi Master, uh, so he can you know uh, jump over things, just ignore terrain and move over it like it wasn't even there. Makes sense because as we see him in the trilogies, he likes to jump all over the place. But I do find it hilarious that him and Vader move at the same speed. Where Yoda's probably running and Vader is just walking. The the explanation for Vader's movement speed one is just he just walks everywhere. When have you ever seen Vader run? Which I love. But yeah, that's going to be all of our information for board games. And, uh, you know, we've already wrapped up video games. As far as I know, those are the only things that we're getting. We're not really getting anything new for X-Wing yet, because we had our releases already. But we will keep you up to date on anything else we hear. Thank you, Noma, for all of that. That is your gaming news for this week. If you really were hoping for some Armada news, or sorry, but hold on. There might be some more coming out. You keep the game alive. Just remember that. And we're going to have to break after that. We're going to be discussing some literature. So get your books ready, get your ebooks ready, get your audiobooks ready. Welcome back to Holonet Headlines. Now, for our readers out here, some interesting things coming up, some new things that I think it's something that we didn't know we needed, I think, is anything to do with this character. It's like, all right, cool. I will, a, I want to know more. Always want to know more. And B, oh, it relates to a movie that people may or may not have enjoyed, but this is something supplementary, I think, that's also necessary. And the fact that they're building a new adding to the canon of this which i think is something where they have every right to do they've made a story with somewhat open grounds i guess because well let's just get right into it uh dan the crimson rain comic miniseries mm -hmm. this, this is starring what is this about this is starring kira from solo and uh her um role in the crimson dawn syndicate i guess Mm -hmm. And it's written by Charles Soule, who's done so many great comics, like the Lando series, the Darth Vader, uh, uh, Dark Lord of the Sith series, a lot of Star Wars High Republic stuff so far, and uh, back into um, some more comics here. And this is basically, uh, I don't have all the details here, but from what we got, it's going to take place after the War of the Bounty Hunters series. And it's um, basically going to, you know, reshape a little bit of Star Wars history in uh, the Rebellion era. 
Yeah, and it's going to have uh, Kira from uh, the Solo a Star Wars story, um, Han's flame, if you will, uh, farther into the Rebellion era. And it's going to have her going up against uh, Vader, apparently, and Chewbacca is going to be in it as well. Mm. On the cover of one of the covers here, we seem to have the guy from... Um, I can't remember his name. I think his name's Ren from the Kyle, the Rise of Kylo Ren series. Um, oh, okay. Who was his like who tested him uh, for Snoke? Mm-hmm. And so he's there. We have looks like we have a Kage warrior. We have Afra, Luke, uh, Leia, and I wanted to say Ineb Ray at first, but I don't think that's him because doesn't look like the same armor, and he'd be dead by now. I think. You know what that looks like? That looks like the. Um... It looks so familiar though. I don't know where the, it's from, but it's Sith from Triumvirate. The Sith Triumvirate armor, armor yeah. from Knights uh, of the Old Republic. Definitely can see that. And then we also have in the background on the second cover here Darth Vader, but mm. we also have a squadron of Tie defenders, so possible Thrawn awesome. in here, which would be really really fun. Um, but yeah, that's that's a Crimson Rain miniseries. I think it's five issues or so they said, mm. and it's run by Eternal uh, Soul, written. Keep your eyes open for that. That's going to be November twenty twenty one once again. I know we're excited for it. It should be too because it's more it's new and it's more and it's interesting and we're finally getting all that interesting stuff so it's what we've been asking for let's delve right into it definitely uh we have the next one which is the star wars ronin a visions novel announced and this is basically is a tie-in to the star wars visions uh, animated short that's going to be done and it is for the ronin um star wars vision sh- uh, episode and it's basically just a tie-in novel for that um it just basically it says uh far on the outer edge of the outer rim one former sith wanders uh accompanied by only a faithful droid and a ghost of a less civilized aged he sa- he carries a lightsaber but claims lineage to no jedi clan and pledges allegiance to no lord uh, little is known about him including his name for he never speaks of his past nor his regrets his history is a guarded as the red blade of destruction he carries sheathed at his side so I have uh, left out a decent amount of stuff there, but that's a little bit of a, a hint at what the book is going to be about. And uh, it's very, very stylized in that manga look. And I am really looking forward to this on top of the High Republic Edge of Balance stuff. Like, this is just like, you take Samurai and Star Wars and you just mash those two together and it just is so good. Like, so, look at that. He's got a lightsaber, like, scabbard. I don't know why, but it just yeah, looks so they- good. I was about to say that. Like cyberpunk. Like, I know no I'm, one's going to hate that. I, I'm looking at the the hilt the entire time. I was like, okay, the thin blade, whatever, that's fine. And then I looked, I was like, wait, he's holding his hip. Oh, so that's cool. It's like, you, when would you activate it as you're drawing it? Like that's Or is it always activated? Cool. You know, and that's the thing, because it looks like it has like that kind of clip that would keep it on until he's ready yeah. to draw it on the hilt. So I'm not sure, but it, this is going to be interesting to... to oh, maybe it's Bluetooth read. LE. Maybe he, like, as he takes it out and it, it realizes it's been taken out, it activates. That'd, actually, <laughs> it's so that'd, be, that'd be freaking dangerous. Oh, yeah. This is but, coming out October 12th, and it's written by M.M. Maiko Kandon. Mieko? Mieko Kandon? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Definitely what I'm looking forward to as well, is that... That seems. That think, I think that's going to be really good. Um, it's. I don't know what to expect in it, really, so... It looks fun. It looks fun. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 fresh, and that's what Visions is supposed to be, right? So. Yeah. Oh yeah. The new look in the anime department, and this is one of the nicer looking ones too. I like. All, All right. right. We're we're gonna take a short break. When we get back, uh, we're gonna be we're gonna be tickling your wallets. We're gonna be talking about some merchandise. 
please, please, please buy responsibly. And remember, you do not need everything Star Wars to be a Star Wars fan. Welcome back to Holonet Headlines. Now, we mentioned tickling your wallets. Honestly, I meant that as, you know, watch yourself, but already I'm looking at this first one. I was like, I, I want it. Do you know how bad I've wanted one of those, like, Lego put-together Star Destroyers? That oh, you just, yeah. Yeah, this is like, awesome, too. Yeah, like, people hanging those from ceilings and all that. you seen the one where someone made his own, like, Super Star Destroyer that's an actual, like, case for his gaming PC? Are you... Jesus, yeah, it's, would... it's ridiculous. I love the fan community. You never move with one of those, or you'd have it like. Could you imagine dropping that? And no, oh, God, yeah. no, I'd freak out. But um, yeah, here's here's another one. Here's another piece of hardware that you can get. That's definitely Imperial Light Cruiser, eh? Yeah, this is the Architens from The Mandalorian. It looks so good. I, I'm just taking a minute to look at this thing. And be like, man. Lego, you, you keep thinking you're you've outgrown it, or you don't want, you can't have any because you know it's just it's you get it for the kids, right? But then you see something like this, it's like, oh my god! Do you see on the box art? Go down to the box art. Yeah. Uh, at the front and in the, the the right side of it, you see the little Tie Fighters that like the little like clear symbol with two little black squares <laughs> pushed. Yeah, yeah, they're hilarious. <laughs> I love that. But it comes with Fennec Shand. Uh, I can't the Mando, Grogu, Cara Dune. Um. Who else is there? Is that a dark dark trooper and uh what's his nuts? Uh bad guy. Gideon? Yeah, Gideon. Gideon. Moff Gideon. Moff Gideon, yeah. So uh yeah, that's pretty cool. And it's how many pieces does it say? Probably I would assume like less than a thousand pieces on these. Oh, it's a thousand three hundred and thirty-six. Okay, I was gonna say it's it's not that small. Yeah, it's pretty it big is. for for a light cruiser, which is cool. And you get a little Grogu guy. Well, who doesn't want that? Uh, Jesus. No. <laughs> For this next wallet tickler, um, if you that's such remember, a bad way to say that, because <laughs> it, it, it puts you on the defensive. Wallet that's how tickler, you be. but this one it, it's interesting because it reminds me a little bit last year when the pandemic was going on. There were these for Father's Day, I believe it was. You could get one of these build it like do it yourself kits mm. for an R two D two, and you build one. Oh now, yeah, yeah, we saw that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You remember that, right? So it's got another, this is a Lego droid. Again, it's another building, do it yourself, and a set for adults. Um, if Lego came pre assembled, I don't know if they would have as many customers. It wouldn't make sense. They'd just be a. <laughs> no, no, it wouldn't be Lego at that point. It wouldn't be. But you get the model, the display model, display R2D2. Uh, it comes with a buildable display stand, it features an information plaque. The figure itself, an exclusive Lucasfilm 50th anniversary Lego brick to, co to complete the awesome centerpiece for your home or workplace. Uh, Honestly, this was one that you want to you want to get this for somebody who's really a big Star Wars fan. If you are, make sure you've got the space for it. It looks like it fit just on a on a desk. It's not as big as the uh father's day build it while you're because i think that one was actually like one you could pile it around almost yeah i think this one's about as big as the slave one that i got a few years yeah. ago um it's oh it's called the fire spray now even even that though that's just its designation yeah yeah 
but it, it uh it's not too bad it even comes with like a little luke skywalker lightsaber and like the little thing that comes up to like look around the little telescoping thing mm -hmm. the sensor uh, right yeah it's like two it's 200 dollars american which is actually not bad for ultimate collector series yeah, Lego. it's smaller more. but it's not it's not bad like it's a nice little r2d2 that you can just kind of put up on a shelf and forget about i guess I mean, you know what? Unfortunately, that's how they all go. But you still appreciate it when you give it a look, even if, oh, yeah. if it's covered in dust. I have the ghost but... and like the two different uh, versions of the phantom. Mm -hmm. And then I also have the slave one. And like, yeah, they just they collect a lot of dust. You gotta, you gotta clean them up every now and again. And that's why I say like, you gotta know like this. The first thing you think of, of this person, be it yourself, be it a friend, be it a family member. Whenever you think them, you synonymously think Star Wars. So oh, yeah. Someone this who loves R2D2, this is for them. Listen to all those previous podcasts. Anytime you hear BB-8, what do you hear immediately oh, yeah. after? Far too <laughs> is better, or something on that line. But really, we don't want to. We don't want to inundate you with too many things. Keep your wallet safe. This is a this. We are trying oh. to recover from the pandemic. We're not done yeah. with the wallet yet. We're gonna Hurry we're up. gonna emulate their bank account at the actual bank. Oh, see, now I tried to save you. Now process this. We're gonna take another little break, but. When we come back, I guess we're going right back after that. <laughs> we're going after that wallet. We're going to go to your bank vault and just light it on fire like the Joker. Welcome back to Hollow Net Headlines now. For the last attack. The last last little jab what do we have here disney's star wars hotel is just like westworld only for the wealthy um looking at the pricing here it is expensive Insane. so looking at it here the sample standard cabin rates for the star oh wars land which is a two-day experience right two days two nights um i believe and uh, you have one guest per night is 1209 american or uh, if you do the um, uh, two guests, oh, sorry, two guests per cabin is twelve oh nine per night per guest, or for a total of four forty eight hundred nine for two people for two nights. That's that's just two people, and then three people per cabin, so it's two adults, one child, is eight hundred eighty nine dollars for each guest for each night. And then the voyage total, if you put all that together, is $5,299. $5,299. And then if you were to have four people per cabin, so three adults, one child, is $749 per guest per night. So the more people you have, the cheaper it gets. Um, almost a half price from the two, two guests, which is a little ridiculous. Okay, okay, but like that's... You have to have a child. You have to have a child. If not, then you're just two guests per cabin, and which see, is unfortunate. That's insane. Now that whole, has to include other things too. Like that's not just a ticket. Like that's insane. That's the whole experience. So, like it's the hotel with storyline and all this stuff and all the food, everything like that. Um, and so the voyage total for that last one is five thousand ninety nine, uh, five thousand nine hundred ninety nine dollars, and it is a two night trip. Um, it includes two nights at the hotel, food and drink, except for alcoholic and specialty beverages. Yeah and admission to disney's hollywood studios park for a day and the visit to galaxy's edge park as well as parking so i can it includes all of that um but if you took the price of a ticket off for like if you had you know four people three adults one child 
the ticket for like an adult is about 150 bucks roughly. So you take that off the cost, you're still at $600 just for the parking, food, and hotel for two days and two nights. It's expensive. This is, that's... I get that's a huge experience and I definitely want to try this when I have retired probably is when I'll be able to afford this. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like this is a little much. Unless we can, if we can get in as media somehow, that would be great. But I doubt that no. it is expensive. And it says it's going to depart for uh, August 20th, 2022 to uh, November or September 17th, 2022. So it's already started. Um, so there you go. That's that's something. If you have money and you live in Florida and or or you live in California. There you go. There is your money. <laughs> just being burned away by Lucasfilm and Disney. They know how to make, uh, they definitely know how to make a, a good amount of money off of that. I think we're going to stick to Galaxy's Edge as a group. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit more feasible. Get an Airbnb, uh, party it up. Doesn't make my brain hurt too much. Anymore. Or your wallet ache. Yeah. No. All right. Okay. Well, who knows? We all needed that last little kick in the, uh, in the heart. <laughs> I just <laughs> said hyperdrive. Pocket. But no, this isn't boosting us forward. Are you kidding me? We've hard drive shut you, down. You'll boost forward it to Star, the Star Cruiser Hotel. Thank you for being here with us on Holonet Headlines today. We've had some good things to hear. We've heard, had some not good things to hear. And we've just gotten some disgusting things to hear. Um, if you have anything that you want to hear more about, or if you'd like to get in contact with the podcast, Dan's going to list off a whole bunch of ways for you to get in contact with us. If you need some time to get something out, then you can get your phone, piece of paper, whatever it is, and he'll let you know. Damn. Thank you. Yeah, if you have experienced the Star Wars uh, hotel in uh, either of those places, please let us know your experience on that, because I actually would love to to learn a little bit more about what is entailed with the experience. Um, but yeah, you can find us over on our email at voiceoftheforce at gmail.com or our website, www.voiceoftheforce.com. You can also find us on Twitter and Instagram at VoiceForcePod. And you can listen, rate, review, subscribe, or follow the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, and wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you review us with a five star or however many stars you think we deserve and tell people what you thought about that episode or about the you know series in general of our episodes, maybe our Temple Archive show, maybe our new show, or maybe just the discussion shows that we do. Please let us know what you think and let others know by reviewing us. And if you subscribe for free or follow for free, you'll get the latest episode downloaded to your device as soon as it releases. Thank you for that, Dan. Once again, we are the Voice of the Force, and this is Hollow Net Headlines. Good night and safe travels.